Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So a few episodes back, I talked about road mapping, which I taught you was the way that I strategize my business, my business activities, and it's actually even the way that I strategize my life. As you know, I always talk about how when you are a passionate and prosperous coach, entrepreneur, service-based provider, um, when you're us, right? We can't separate our lives and our businesses, and I will always give you the disclaimer that I'm not referring to the fact that you have to be working on your business 24-7 or that you can never have time off or that you have to hustle and all that shit, um, but I do think that when you're running your own business and you're an entrepreneur and you're making choices about like what goals you want or things that you want to meet, right? Like, so outcomes and results that you want to have, like you want to make a certain amount of money, um, you would like a certain amount of clients. Eventually, maybe you're doing certain activities like the way I do, where you're running trainings, courses, programs that all require for you to launch them. Um, things need marketing and promoting, right? So when when you are, when I am, road mapping and strategizing my business activities, I'm also simultaneously road mapping my life. Like I'm looking at both so that I don't make decisions for my business that then don't make sense for my life and vice versa, so that I don't make decisions for my life that don't make sense for my business. So I'll give you like a little example, which is that, you know, when I plan out a quarter or a half year or even like a year, like at this point, I'm looking at all of 2023 just because I'm launching a big one-year program starting, well, it starts in January 2023. And then the beauty of it is that you're going to be able to enroll in it anytime. Like that, that's what I'm creating. But in order for me to offer that program, I have to map out really the whole year so that those of you who sign up right at the beginning are going to be able to see a very clear picture of what you're going to be doing in the program. So anyway, all of that being said, I am constantly doing courses, trainings, events, and then all of the things that lead up to it, right? You've heard me talk about launching and you've heard me talk about content. And so as you know, my organic service-based business strategy is that I grow my business by providing tremendous value very often for free, nurturing my audience, uh, delivering, you know, a lot of content that you can get great value out of even without paying me. And then these are the things that lead into when I do have courses that cost money or even just working with me one-on-one. And those things are really important in my business. And when I have those things going on, I also need to look at what's happening in my personal life because the worst thing is to feel like I overscheduled myself or I set myself up in, in a way that I don't have the time to do what I need to do. So Blah, blah, blah. This is all to say that a few weeks ago, I really kind of leaned into teaching you more about how I strategically think about my life and business um, in hopes that I could encourage and inspire you to start doing that too. And the reason I want to encourage and inspire you is because very often I know that when you're in the earlier stages especially of your business. Maybe you don't think you really have one yet. Maybe you don't aren't making 
a significant amount of money. Maybe you don't have a lot of clients. Whatever it is that in your mind you're thinking about, you know, you're you're assessing where you are. And as you know, we have an episode on like the phases of your business that I put out really to help you (laughs) with exactly what I'm talking about so that you could think about your business and feel really great about where you are and what comes along with each phase of your business. But very often when you're in the beginning phase, right, the very starter beginning phase, you think that there's nothing to strategize because you're just like, I just want to, I just want to have anything. I just want, I want to make any money. I want to, I want to have any amount of client and it doesn't feel like there's anything to strategize. And it could even make you feel a little bit like kind of dumb, right? It can make you feel like, well, how stupid would it be for me to like strategize something when I don't even know how to create a client? And so when I created the road mapping episode, I was hoping to really show you how you need to create outcomes and goals for yourself that you are going for no matter where you are or when it is in your business, because that's the only way that you're going to then be able to take action that leads to those specific goals and outcomes. And if you don't have that, then the actions that you take You don't even really know what actions to take. And that's when you end up in that place that feels so shitty, which is where you wake up every day and you don't even know what to do, right? And you're like, I really want a client. I want this. I want that. But I don't know what to do. So this idea that you can't strategize or have plans, you know, unless you're at a certain point in your business, that it's like a, it's like, you know, it's in total conflict with itself. So This past week, I did something that was really exciting. It felt like a really big deal. I mentioned it on the previous episode, um, and that is that I committed, signed a contract, (laughs) committed to renting a space here in New York City to host the first passionate and prosperous live business building and inspiration retreat. And this was a really big deal. And this making this commitment, signing this contract, committing to several thousands of dollars just right off the bat before lots of other expenses are going to come in to putting this event on. Um, it was, it was a little scary. And I recognized that I wanted to create this event. I knew I wanted to do something. I've been sort of talking about it and like with my coach and, you know, I've been sort of like telling myself I was going to do it, but I wasn't taking action on it yet. And that's okay because I know what I do with myself, with my own practices in order to make things like this happen. And so, you know, I signed the agreement and I felt an immediate internal shift. It's it's like the minute I made this commitment, I was like, I have just up-leveled. I am now leveled up, right? And that's the way leveling up happens, you guys. It happens every time you step into or or, you know, say yes to something that feels like it's outside your comfort zone. It's a little scary. It feels like a risk. And it's really exciting to you. Because here's the thing. I wanted to do the event. So even though I had all this resistance to starting to put out the feelers for the space because I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to afford it, I immediately, you know, the minute I was like, well, I got to start looking for a space, the very next thing that came up inside of me was, um, but but I don't want to find out that I won't be able to do the event because I can't afford any of the spaces in New York City. That was literally what my brain was saying. It was saying, don't even find out. Don't even reach out <laughs> because you may find out that it's so expensive and then you won't be able to do the event. How fucked up is that? That that's the way our brains work, that I wanted to do this. And then my brain was like, oh, my God, don't even find out. <laughs> right? So this is the kind of shit that happens all the time, with not just to me, I mean, to all of us. And so, of course, like I go through the process and I'm going to tell you all about how I ended up signing the, the, the contract. Um, 
But I go through all of this and I do it and I sign the contract and then I immediately, I almost like clapped my hands, but I know that that doesn't sound very good on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I was like, I wanted to have impact. I'm like, I immediately felt myself, oh, oh my God, I'm at a new level, right? I shifted into a new level of being me because that's the way it happens. So the next morning after I signed the contract, when I was doing my morning, right, I started doing some strategizing and planning, which, as you know, I call road mapping, because now I've got this event, November 11th, 12th. So I have to look at the next, really starting now, like, I already have my July, August, like, kind of vacation-y things. Like, I'm definitely doing some stuff in, in August. It's my birthday in August, and we're going on, we're doing a couple of things, and we have a couple of weekend-y things happening. But I was like, okay, now... Like September and October, anything that I say yes to that, you know, like anything on the social calendar or commitments that I make, I'm now looking at everything through the lens of that I have this big event coming up on November 11th and 12th, and I don't want to feel stressed out. So I am not saying that now I'm a prisoner or beholden to my business. And now for September and October, I can't do anything. That is not what I'm saying. I will do plenty of things. I actually just bought tickets to see the Doobie Brothers at Radio City Music Hall on Thursday, September 8th. So I will be doing plenty of things. But when I look at my calendar, and for example, the fact that I bought tickets for the Doobie Brothers, I will not buy tickets for something the next night. I will not do certain weekend activities if it's a weekend that I know I'd rather like have my whole Saturday and Sunday to be home and at my leisure working on my content for my event. Since during the week, I don't have as much time to do that because I'm with my clients all day on mostly Tuesdays through Fridays. So I sit down and I start doing my strategizing and my planning and I'm really, you know, starting, okay, I'm, I'm doing my getting ready now for this event. And I also did some visualizing and affirming about the event. And that is what I do very organically. It's kind of like part of my routines to the point where I don't know if I always tell you, I know I tell you stuff about the the energetic stuff. Obviously, we talk about mindset in this podcast a lot. And I have an episode on manifestation, on manifesting and why you should do it, right? So we do talk about the more esoteric, energetic, spiritual, soulful, right? I often say the woo side, right, of what I do. Because there's a huge woo side. But I don't think of it as woo. Like, I'm not saying that I sit around and, you know, and, and expect for, like, magic, you know, to make all these things happen. I don't say, oh, I'm going to do an event in November and then woo my way to the event. But what I realized when I was doing my visualizing and my affirming about the event was that I get asked all the time how I do all of the things that I do. I get asked this by my clients. I get asked it by like people that meet me and hear about what I'm doing. I get asked it by people in my community, by by you guys, you know, when you have an opportunity to be with me in a in a training or a course. I get asked all the time, how do I do all the things that I do? How do I make all of these things happen? So if you've been around me, you know, like I put out this show every single week. I also just did a, a whole bunch of events. I'm currently running two courses that are both ending really in the next two weeks in, in July. And then come the fall, I'm going to be doing a, a, a big one-day workshop, which is something that I love to do with guest experts in October. I'm going to be doing a, another free five-day training. I'm going to have the live event. We're going to have a 30-day accelerator program um, it, like to get us ready for the end of the year. I'm going to be launching the Passion and Prosperous Academy in January. And people ask me all the time, how do I do all of those things? So I realized that Part of how I do all those things 
is first of all that I think I've told you this before. I have a very natural strategic brain, right? So my brain is so strategic with all of this shit that like it, I just see it all. I see it all. I map it all out. I see it all happening. I understand how everything relates to each other. I reverse engineer everything. Okay. So first of all, that is a natural ability of mine. I also do always have my coach, <laughs> um, and uh, who's my coach and mentor. I always have her. So she's also always like, you know, always talking all of this through with her. But, um, in addition to all of that strategy and mapping and reverse engineering, I also do all of this other stuff, which is that I consistently come into energetic alignment with all of the things that I want to do. And so the answer to how do I do it? The answer to how do I make all of this shit happen? (laughs) And it's really funny because when I was thinking about the episode, you've heard me say this before, often titles come to me first, you know, sometimes they're sort of like, you know, they're kind of like funny tongue in cheek titles. And today the title that came to me was like, how to make shit happen. Okay. Because that's what people are asking me about all the time. How do I make shit happen? And when people look at me from the outside, they just think like that I am a that I am like a machine, that I just make so much happen. Um, And you know what? I do make a lot happen. So I'm not even saying that like that's just an appearance. It is the truth. But I do get asked how I do it. And so what I wanted to talk to you about today is is actually like how I really do it. Um, Because it's really important because in your business, you have to do a lot of stuff like you. And I know that not all of you want the same model business that I have. That's the beauty of having your own business. You don't have to have a business like anyone else. But if you want to have a business that, for example, makes a significant amount of money, like if you want to make significant revenue, okay, one of two things are happening. Either you're working a lot and hard, which is, this is the choice I make, (laughs) right? Or you're paying other people to do all that hard work for you, right? And so a lot of times when you hear, and I've talked about this, when you hear entrepreneurs, coaches, successful, blah, blah, blahs, when you hear them talking about all their free time and freedom and how they hardly work and how they're making so much money, they don't know what to do with it because they're napping and they're wearing a bikini and it's just so crazy how they just, their bank accounts just explode while they're doing nothing, (laughs) okay? Like, I I am here to tell you that what they're doing is they're paying other people, And so the profitability of their business is very, very different than the profitability of a business that's like same mine. Now, I'm not saying I don't have investments in my business because I do. I've talked about this. I spend a couple of thousand dollars to put out the podcast. I do have a virtual assistant. I do have people that help me when I, you know, I have a web designer who makes all my sales pages and landing pages. And I do have a copywriter who helps me when I'm in like a big fat event mode. Um, I do pay people. I have big business expenses, but I don't off, I don't offload everything. I don't delegate everything if I did, I'd have more free time or I'd be, I'd be, I don't know what I'd be doing, but like, this is a choice that I make. And I think it's really important for you to always think about what is your priority in your business? Is it time freedom and not working a lot or is it profitability? Because you can't really have both until you're making like really like over $500,000 to a million dollars. Like it, it is really, really hard to spend Five to ten thousand dollars a month on your business, right? And also have profit unless you're making like tens of thousands of dollars, you know, a month. So, the reason why I'm pointing all this out to you is because, you know, I was really thinking about it when I was doing my morning practice and I thought, I, I should come in, I need to come in 
and tell everyone what I really do so that you don't think that all I do is plan all these courses and events and then like that I'm just like some maverick and I can just make shit happen without doing any other what we're going to call alignment work. In order for me to do all of the things that I do, in order for me to keep taking bigger action, in order for me to roadmap everything like a year-long program and a live event that I just, you know, put signed a contract that scares me, um, in order for me to put out the events that I am putting out and have all the team that I just told you to help me to create the things that I need because I do hire people when I've got all this stuff going on. In order for me to do all of that, I have to come into serious energetic alignment with all of it, with my business, with what I want to create. And, you know, this is the piece that does have that woo vibe, right? This is the piece that that is that energetic. It, it's spiritual. I am, I am going to say that, like, running my business is a spiritual event. And I am not going to, you know, there's, I'm not going to try to sugarcoat that. Running my, my business is a, is a spiritual event. It's an energetic event. And I have to come into energetic and spiritual alignment with myself and my business every single day in order to do the things that I want to do. And so what I wanted to do today was, was kind of walk you through what that looks like because I've been discovering every single time I do a course and I get to engage with you all, right? Some of you in my free stuff, some of you in my paid courses, I discover some really interesting things, which I discover that many, 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 many of you do not have these practices in place, that you don't strategize, that you don't roadmap, and that you don't come into spiritual and energetic alignment with what you want to do and who you need to be in order to do it. Because as you know, anytime you want to do something like I wanted, right? This was not something that someone told me I had to do. No one said, oh, Stacy, the next thing in your business is you have to do a live event in New York City. You have to rent a space and you have to have a live event. You have to have a live business building and inspiration event in New York City. No one told me I have to do that. And I don't have to do that, right? But I want to do it, <laughs> okay? I really want to do it. Like, super want to do this event. And I wasn't taking action on it for a little while because I needed to come into spiritual and energetic alignment with that desire because my human brain, that is the part of my brain that, or the brain that is here to keep me from fucking up, from taking risks, from spending money that I don't have, from, uh, you know, from, or, you know, again, like my brain thinks it's money I don't have. I have the money, right? But my brain is like, but what, what if you spend that money and you can't make it back? What if you put out that investment and it doesn't come back to you? You know, this is how your brain works, right? So, my human brain that's trying to protect me, that's like, oh my God, you shouldn't do the live event because what if you put set it up and no one signs up? Uh, what if you make that investment and you don't make any money? What if you throw the money in the garbage? Uh, what if you say you're doing a live event and everybody starts talking about you behind your back and back and mocking you and being like, you know, oh my God, did you see like, why is Stacy doing a live? Who does she think she is? Tony Robbins, right? So <laughs> hi brain. So I have the same brain as you have. I mean, I have Stacy's version, but I have the human brain and this is what it does, right? And so in order to override that human brain and get the green light, Right? I've shared with you my Evolve system. I've told you that I created a, a, a mindset system that helps you to go from that brain that's being like, don't do it, don't do it. You might die. You might lose all your money. People are going to make fun of you. No one's going to come. It's going to be a big bust. You're going to rent this space. You're going to be sitting in there by yourself. <laughs> no one's going to be there. Well, you know, I mean, all of that. In order to go from that 
to, you know, even to like, oh, who do you think you are? You're not that big. Just keep doing what you're doing. Stay the same. In order to go from that to like, holy shit, I'm doing a live event and it's going to be so freaking amazing. There's work that we have to do. And I've taught you about my Evolve system, which is like a series of steps that you can take yourself through. Sometimes you can do it literally in the moment. And sometimes it takes some time. And it doesn't have to be that the, that the way that you do it is that you're thinking, I'm doing the Evolve system. It's just that you have to start to learn what it looks like for you to expand, to visualize, to observe, to let go, to validate, and to embody, which is what Evolve stands for. So what I thought I would do today is, is actually like tell you about what I really do to come into this spiritual, soulful, energetic alignment with my strategy, with my roadmap, with all of these things that I want to do, right? And and I'm excited to do. And yet, because they're new, because they're scary, because they cost money, because I've never done certain things before. I mean, I've done live trainings and I've hosted live retreats and live workshops, but I've never rented a space to simply provide an experience for people and it's not an even exchange of currency, right? So it's not like I'm not going to make back on this event by, by charging for it. I'm, I'm literally making an investment to do it. So this is all, there's a, there's a newness, there's a scariness, all of this. And in order for me to take these actions, I have, I do work in order to be able to do all that I do. So I was thinking about like how everyone, when they reference, how do you do what you do? How do you make shit happen? They're thinking literally like, how do I do it? Like, how do I fit it all in? How do I keep track? How do I produce so much content? How do I, um, you know, like, how do I do all of the 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 details, all of the, the the logistics, you know? And I think that's a lot of what people are talking about. And I think what they don't realize that they're really asking me is, how do I keep becoming who I need to be to do those things? And I realized when I was, you know, once I stepped into this like new version of myself, the live event version of myself, um, I realized that the road mapping episode was really only a part one of how to really tell you how I strategize and do everything I do because there's this there's this other piece, which is that I have to do all of this other work, this behind the scenes work to keep being able to keep stepping forward into all of these things that I do. And then the creating of all the things that I do you know, it's not that they're easy. It's not that I don't work really hard. It's not that I don't think you might need support to do it. Maybe you can't do it quite the same way I do it. You know, all of that. Like, like I said before, you don't have to want the same business as me. You don't have to want to do events and group programs and blah, blah. You don't have to want to make the same amount of money as me. But you do have to do something in your business in order to create clients and generate income, right? You do have to have some activities and there's a really good chance that the activities that you need to do, especially if you were working with me and I was telling you what activities I thought you should probably be looking at, that there's a really good chance that right now in this moment, those activities feel to you the same way that like signing the contract to rent the space felt to me. So it doesn't matter if you want to rent a contract, uh, rent a space and sign a contract and, and, and do that. Or if you just want to like create like some free event, it feels the same to you, right? Because all that matters is that it's your next level. It's you up leveling. And so anything that you want to do in your business is going to require for you to up level. Anything you've never done before, anything that's a little scary, anything that requires any level of investment, right? So like I'm talking like maybe this event is going to be like a $15,000 type of investment, but for someone else, that $500 investment in a virtual assistant for the first time feels the same as my $15,000 investment. Right. And so, so I would never say to you, what do you mean? Like 500. I would never ever scoff at anyone's feeling about making an investment if it was like $500. 
right? I wouldn't be like, well, the only kind of investment that should scare you is the $15,000. No way. I would never, ever say that because this is all about each one of us needing to come into spiritual and energetic alignment with the things that we want to do so that we can take action on them. So I want to share with you what I do to constantly or consistently upgrade. I call it upgrading my operating system, right? So everything that I talk about, everything I share, everything I teach, right, it when it comes to the mindset stuff, the the energetic stuff, I I can really, really trace it all back to this one simple thing, which is the operating system, right? Your nervous system, which is made up of your brain, your spinal cord, and then and then all of this other really, really like esoteric, invisible, energetic parts of you, your chakra system, you know, what's called your nadis. Your nadis are, are, you know, the energy channels that are like, they kind of are in a similar um, form as your capillaries, right? Like your nadis are like, there are 72,000 nadis in the body, um, energy channels. And you have all these layers that are called the koshas, Um, there's all kinds of subtle body anatomy, right? And that, and then there's your, your physical anatomy of your nervous system, which is your spinal cord, your brain, all of your nerves, your nerve endings, your neurotransmitters, neural pathways, right? But literally all of this physical and metaphysical makeup of what is your operating system. And, I actually don't remember what episode I've talked about this or when, but basically human being operating systems have not been that upgraded or evolved. They, they, they really haven't. Like they don't match the demands of being a human today, right? So, so our operating systems in a lot of ways are archaic, and they don't function that well, and they can't handle a lot of stress. And stress is not only stuff that makes you upset or that is bad, right? I think a lot of times when people hear the word stress, they think that stress is all about just like angsty stress, you know, like balled up tension stress. But stress is really anything that requires a, like a tremendous output from your nervous system. It's anything that puts added weight or demand on your nervous system. So I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, I have a functional nutritionist that I've been working with for like two decades. Um, I use her, I, I mean, use her, I go to her. She's my like like she's, oh, I'm always on a regimen with her and she's always up. We're always updating what I'm doing according to like, we do tests periodically to see like my hormone levels, my, my metabolic system, all these things. And then I'm always on like some regimen that helps keep me in balance. Okay. So I have, that's like part of my life team is that I always work with my functional nutritionist. Um, Years ago, when I was planning my wedding, um, which I had the best time planning my wedding. So you know how, like, some people feel like wedding planning is, like, the worst and there's family drama and love, all that stuff. But the cool thing is that, like, when I got married and you heard me talk about, like, how old I was on the dating episode, why you should show up to your biz like a hot date, um, you know, I was already – we were in our 40s. I was 43 and Christopher was forty. Um, six or whatever. And we paid for our own wedding. We made our own wedding. We were adults. No parents paid for our wedding. We paid for our wedding. We planned our wedding and we had the best time. We loved our wedding. We loved planning it. It was great, but it was planning a wedding. There was lots of things to keep track of. There was lots of stuff to do. There was lots of of planning, lots of, lots of appointments, lots of things. And when I was working with my nutritionist, I think we were like doing some testing at that time, probably fertility testing, just so you know, like (laughs) my whole life all happened simultaneously, right? Getting married, (laughs) um, doing fertility testing, um, and, and everything at once. So we did not wait for that until after we were married. So now that I'm thinking about it, that's what it was. And so we were doing this testing so that we could really see like what 
kind of support my body might need at that time. And so, you know, we always do like testing like the adrenal glands and all of that. And of course, like she was like, well, you know, your stress levels, like the way it comes back, the test, like the stress level was really high, like according to like my cortisol and all of that. And she was like, do you feel really stressed? And I was like, no, I I, I feel awesome. And she was like, well, stress isn't like when you're feeling like upset or drama. It's also just when you're in like a high output, you know? And at that time I was planning my wedding. I was teaching a teacher training. Um, you know, all these things were happening and I was like, oh, well that makes sense. But it was really interesting because it gave me a totally different perspective or understanding of what stress really means because, you know, there are times in my business when I am doing all the things I just told you, like when I have three events and a course that are all converging in and happening, like in a, I call it a stack, right? So I do event stacks. Um, you'll see me do an event stack. You've already, those of you who have been listening to the show since it started, you've gone through an event stack with me, two of them. We did um, Know Your Niche into Out of Overwhelm. We did Magnetic Workshop into Turn Your Fear into Fuel, into Prosper. In the fall, we're going to have another couple of things like that. We're going to have the live event. We're going to have the Passion and Prosperous Academy. So I do, I do my events and all my things in like a row and then I have a break, right? This is how I do my business. And when I'm doing an event stack, there's a lot going on. And so it is stressful, but it doesn't mean that it's stressful where I'm like unhappy. It's not like I'm stressful thinking like, I can't do this. This sucks. Like, you know, it's stressful because it's like a demanding output. Um, It's a choice I make, right? And therefore, I support myself during that time. It's like, I know I'm going to be coming up into a high intense time where I'm putting a lot of weight and pressure on my nervous system. And so I recognize, oh, I have an archaic nervous system, just like you do. Our nervous systems were not built to do what we're doing these days, plus take in all of the news of the world and all of the shit that's happening all the time, like horrors and things that make you upset and, you know, all of the bullshit that happens in our external environment. That all has so much impact on you right? But you just have to like look at any day in the news and you could lose your mind. Your nervous system is not meant for you to be seeing real-time news from every single country in the world, from every state, from every every single thing that happens, every bad thing that happens. Your nervous system was not designed for you to know about every single one of those things. But now it does. Now you do. And you also want to have your life and deal with your own shit that that goes into your nervous system. Your nervous system is literally taking in everything through your senses, right? So just imagine that every single thing that comes in through your senses impacts your nervous system. So if you're letting in all the news of all the world, of every human being, of every single atrocity, of every horror, I'm not saying that you shouldn't know about these things, but I'm just saying Like all this shit is going into your nervous system and just your life and all the positive stuff that you want to do, all the activities you want to do for your business, all the activities you want to do for your life, all the things you want to do for fun, all the things you want to do for inspiration. Your nervous system is not designed for all of that without you doing something to support it and help it. So I call it upgrading your operating system. And when people ask me, how do I do all the things that I do? I don't, I I mean, I do often talk about operating systems, but I don't know that I've ever really like sort of taught it in the way I'm talking about it right now, which is I I do what I can. Some people refer to some things like self-care and all this other stuff. I'm not even talking only about self-care, right? I do self-care too. I take baths. I, I do lots of things to relax. Relaxation is so important. Um, and that's a huge way that you unburden your operating system is by doing relaxation. I don't even know if you know this, but even doing exercise, which is so important. You know, I love to take this like 
kind of workout class that I do in my living room. I know some of you run or do, you know, my husband loves to go on the treadmill. Um, I love to do a little free weights, you know, but do you know that every exercise that you do that it, that is impactful, even low impact exercise, if it's an impact exercise, high or low, it is stimulating your nervous system. And therefore, it is not relaxing your nervous system and giving your nervous system an opportunity to be unburdened. It is burdening your nervous system. Now, it's necessary. You need to do it. You need to do your cardio. You need to strength train. You need to take care of your body in that way. It's very important. And many people mistake that with stress reduction. It is not. It might feel like it's reducing your thoughts and you might think that that's why it feels like a stress reducer is that when you're working out or exercising, it makes your thoughts feel better or your emotions or feelings feel better. But when it comes to your actual nervous system, your physical body nervous system, it is not relaxing. The only thing that's relaxing is relaxing. The, literally practicing relaxation <laughs> and you need to practice relaxation for your operating system. Okay. So I really focus on making sure that I upgrade my operating system, right? On a regular basis. And so I'm going to tell you what that means, what that looks like. And maybe when you think about strategizing, roadmapping, and wanting to do maybe not the same activities that I do, maybe not the kind of event stacking I do, but when you think about what you want to do in your business and your capacity, when you think, wow, well, that would be really asking a lot of myself, or that would require quite a bit of activity or focus, then you might use what I'm about to tell you to upgrade your operating system and to make sure that you're in spiritual and energetic alignment with the activities that you want to do, with the outcomes that you want to create in your business. So the very first thing that I do to upgrade my operating system is I choose the activities in my business that light me up and make me feel like I'm using my gifts and skills and that excite me to do. So I love leading trainings. I love hosting live events. I love doing those things. And so I only choose activities that I love to do. I don't love doing certain things like um, on Facebook and Instagram. If I forced myself to do it, if I was like, but I have to, but but Facebook Live, Facebook Live or Instagram Live. I mean, look, again, I'm not saying I never will. Like tomorrow, I'll probably be like on Instagram Live. But my point is, if I was forcing myself to do activities that I didn't want to do, right, it would be very, very hard for me to A, upgrade my operating system or B, come into spiritual or soulful or energetic alignment with those activities because they're not activities that excite me and light me up. So why would my brain decide that I should do those things, right? It would be very hard. I would be resisting and and and, and going against what I actually really want to do with my time and my energy, right? And in this case, with my money, right? Making my event. So number one, one of the things that I do to make sure that I'm constantly in spiritual and energetic alignment and that I am upgrading my operating system is that I choose to do the activities that excite me, light me up, and make me feel like I'm using my gifts and skills, you have to know what those activities are for you. And if it's none, if it's like no activities, then we need to talk because how are you going to have a business, right? How are you going to have a business if you can't come up with any business building activities or business generating activities or business activities that excite you, light you up and make you feel like you're using your gifts and skills? Now, you might say, well, that's how I feel when I'm actually doing my work with a client. But as you know from how to show up for your business like a hot date, when I made all these analogies with dating, you actually need to feel excited, lit up, and like you're using your gifts and skills before you have the client. You have to do stuff to get the client, right? And so 
That's what I'm talking about here. The activities that excite you, light you up, and make you feel like you're using your gifts and skills are the things that you need to be doing to create clients, right? So this live event that I'm doing, yes, there's going to be an admission fee. But to be honest with you, it's more because I need a commitment from people to, to 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 show up in this in this incredible space with me, this space of transformation and inspiration that's going to be happening. Anyone who comes to this live event is going to leave completely up-leveled, completely seeing yourself in a new way, having a new strategy in your business, understanding things in a whole new way. You're going to leave a different person. So I'm going to have to charge you a little something for that, but believe me, it's not going to be a lot. And I am doing that event because that is how I have people want to then work with me at a higher level. I'm being transparent. And now, does everyone, is everyone going to end up working with me? No. Does everyone that comes to all my free stuff end up being a paying client? No. But does a good, do a good amount of people Yeah. That's how I have a business. And that's how you need to have a business, right? Okay. So number two, I give myself a tremendous amount of time and space to brainstorm, think, and let my ideas percolate. And when I say a tremendous amount of time, I mean, I don't take appointments or schedule things unless I absolutely have to before 11 a.m. my time. And the reason for that is that I want to know that from the moment I wake up, and I typically wake up between like 5.30 and 6 a.m., like unless I'm feeling like super tired for some reason and I need more sleep, which of course I let myself sleep if I need more sleep, but I'm up usually like naturally, definitely by 6 o'clock. And and I take five hours, you guys, to do whatever the fuck I want, okay? Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's brainstorming. Sometimes it's showering. Sometimes it's working out. Sometimes it's, like, putzing around. Sometimes it's, like, preparing lunch. Like, I, I, whatever. What I'm telling you is the fact that I don't give my time and energy to other people before 11 is a huge part of my success. I use that morning time, that first two hours from six to eight minimum, I stay in my bed six to eight and I do shit that I'm about to tell you, right? But I stay in my bedroom. I enjoy listening to the birds outside the window there's always the sounds of birds. We open the window every morning. We call it birds. Literally, my husband's like, because we keep the window closed usually when we sleep with the air on because I have to be really cold when I sleep. And then no matter what, we open the window in the morning so that we can hear the birds chirping. Even here in New York City, we've got birds. Amazing. Right outside the window. And it's my time. It's my time. I sit there. I close my eyes. I I ponder. I, and I'm about to tell you what I what other stuff that I do. I pet my cat. I, you know, I, I do Wordle. <laughs> um, and I just start my day of like Stacey Brass Russell, passionate and prosperous, my business, my life. I, I, I use that time to expound or expand on my ideas. I jot things down. I look at the stuff I'm working on. I look at what I need to do today. Sometimes I actually use that time to write an email to my email list or make a social media post. And I don't feel like it's that I'm like doing, I am doing work, but I feel like it's a really good time for me to do that work because I'm able to create posts that feel authentic and I take my time writing them and I kind of like, write, you know, things that feel relevant. And I use this time for creating creativity. And I want all that time and space. I learned many years ago that I personally do not function well if I have to be somewhere or accountable for something at nine in the morning or even at 10 in the morning. I don't like, (laughs) although I'll do it. When I fly places, 
I don't fly at 7.30 in the morning. I literally think about the fact that waking up at 4.30 in the morning and having no morning makes me miserable. And why would I want to start an adventure or a journey? Fucking miserable. So I know myself and I give myself a tremendous amount of time and space in the morning to brainstorm, think, and let things percolate. I also give myself time for that on weekends, right, where I am very conscious. This is what I said about the road mapping. I am very conscious of not overscheduling myself on weekends so that I can have a day, if I want a day, to literally be able to just be with my thoughts, my brainstorm, my business, just think, create, come up with shit. It takes time for all of that. The third thing I do to come into energetic and spiritual alignment with my business and to upgrade my operating system is what I do in the morning, in my sacred mornings, okay? And that is that I declare my outcomes, I affirm my success, and I am very specific about what I am creating. So, for example... Up until I signed the contract for the space, I was really visualizing myself having the event and what I wanted it to feel like and what I wanted it to be like and why I really wanted to do it. And I would journal. I don't journal like where I write like lots of stuff. When I journal, I like jot. I jot. I would jot down like thoughts and ideas um, in my Remarkable, which is my digital paper tablet. Um, And then I would write down any ideas or even phrases or things that come up for me. Then I visualize myself having the success And then after I actually signed the contract, what happened quite naturally the next morning when I woke up was I immediately started writing my affirmations and declarations about how the event was going to go. So I literally wrote down, I'm going to have 50 people in the live event. I'm going to have 100 people in the virtual. We're doing it virtual too. There will be benefits and incentives for you to be live in the room, just so you know. But I started writing this down. And the reason for that is that I want to already be future pacing, I call it, myself, to be able to have the outcomes that I want. And so that brings me to the final thing. It's really not the final thing. I mean, there's so many things that I do in the morning, but... Here's what I'm going to tell you. Every single morning I wake up, I take a selfie and I post it to my stories because it's a moment where I break any sort of thought pattern of stress, anxiety, negativity, or rabbit holing or compare and despair. And I have a capture the moment of me waking up and being grateful. And I post that to my stories. It's really for me. It's not for you, but some people like it. I get a lot of, I get a lot of people now that are like that say hi every morning. Um, I drink a giant mason jar of water with lemon and cucumber that my husband makes now for us every night. I taught him to, (laughs) and we drink that. It's on my nightstand. I sit up in my bed. I stack my pillows. I get ready and I sit and I'm quiet and I drink my water before my coffee. And then I start these practices, whatever I want to do, a little visualizing, a little quiet, a little brainstorming, a little thinking, a little affirming, a little reading of something inspired. And I just take as much time as I want. And then if I'm like, oh, I want to write that email or, oh, I want to do this for work. I do it too. I don't say like, I'm not allowed to do that. But I do it completely intertwined, interwoven with all these other things that are upgrading my operating system. And the biggest thing that I do to upgrade my operating system is I connect with my future self. I talk to her. And I, because she knows everything that I need to know. She can be having the experience of all of this outcome and success that I want, right? 
there's a part of me that I can already be sending into the future and giving her the experience so that my nervous system can start loading up on knowing what that feels like to be successful, to make those big investments, to show up, to do the things that scare me. My future self can go there now. I can visualize those things. I can have those experiences in my mind. I can even think about what does someone who already is doing what I want to do, what is someone who already has what I want, a seven-figure business, a, a year-long program that's open-ended, uh, that does live events that people want to come to and feel inspired, what do those people, what do they think? How are they doing it? What activities are they doing? What are they believing about themselves? What are they thinking and feeling? And I can use that and teach that to my future self and say, hey, this is what it feels like to be a seven-figure CEO. This is what it feels like to do a live event. This is what it feels like to do. And I can actually load up on all of that and affirm it and write it down and say, this is already happening. So here's the woo, you guys, but it's the spiritual and energetic alignment that I believe you must do along with the other stuff, the road mapping and the strategy. It's the two together that make it possible. So again, I'm going to tell you, when people ask me, how do you do so much shit? How do you make so much shit happen? How do you create so much? How do you do what you do? This is how. I do the strategy and I plan my business and my life. And then I do this work every single day to be in alignment with it. And if I'm not in alignment with it now, because I'm asking myself to do something that's scary, right? That a, that a more up-leveled version of myself would do, then I find out how to align my current self with my future self so that we can do it together. So that I can pull her forward and, 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 or pull her into this moment. And have her guide me, help me, and tell me that I am energetically aligned to have this big outcome that I want. Now, this might sound really woo and out there to some of you, but this is the work that I do. And so when people ask me how I do what I do, I want to be really transparent with you. And I'm not going to tell you that I do it by, you know, yeah, of course, like we can hire people and help us and get support, but none of that is going to help you to show up. None of that is going to help you to make the big choices that you need to make. As a matter of fact, in order to hire other people to help you and make those investments in your business and yourself, you have to be aligning with your future self. You have to be upgrading your operating system. You have to be giving yourself time and space to brainstorm, to percolate, to have your ideas, to feel un unburdened and stressed. Even with deadlines, I always have deadlines. You know, my virtual assistant, if she's listening to this, she I know that sometimes she is just absolutely over me and infuriated with me because I do shit last minute. So I want you all to know I do shit last minute and it's not because I procrastinate. It's just because sometimes I have a lot to do and it takes me a long time sometimes to, to really create what I want. It takes me a long time sometimes to create my curriculums or my content. And sometimes because I have so much going on at once, I'm creating the content for a program that same week that it's coming out. And I'm giving that shit to my assistant very last minute, which is not good. Like she doesn't like it. And I really try. I really, really try. But I'm a creative I know how I operate. I'm 54 years old. And there are certain things that are just not going to change. And so because of all of that, I have to know what I need in order to operate at my highest level in order to do all the shit that I want to do. And so that's what I'm sharing with you. That's how I do it. And so you need to have a way that you do it. And, you know, it could be that you do it in in a way that feels like you can't do it, which is where you want to do these events, you want to do these things, or you want to create stuff, and you have so much resistance, but you're not doing the upgrading, you're not doing the operating system work, you're not doing the connecting with your future self, and so you're just stuck in a cycle of resistance and not making stuff happen. 
So if that's you and you feel like you want to be doing lots of activities and things and strategizing and road mapping and whatever, but you're not making things happen, there's a chance that you're not doing the part that I'm talking about today. And I am going to say like that part takes time. Do you need to give yourself five hours? No. Is that a luxury for me? Yes. Do I also sometimes choose to work a little later, like not end my workday till 5.30 or 6 or even 6.30? Yes. But these are choices that I make because for me, the morning is more important. I would rather be with clients in the second part of the day. Not that I'm like tired and not present, but it requires a completely different kind of showing up than doing all of the strategic planning and brainstorming and creative work that I need to do for my for all the other stuff I do in my business. And so I know all this and so I make the choices that work best for me so that I can have my operating system operating at its best. I know how to relax. I know how to unburden. And none of this has to do with that I can't, that I have to take off massive amounts of time from my business. I don't. I do take off time, right? But I don't have to like, I don't have to shut down from my business and be like, I'm depleted and exhausted because I know how to manage my energy and my operating system. And Maybe you can't do as many events as me. And I have to talk about this with my clients all the time. You shouldn't if it's not in alignment for you, right? So you have to know what's in alignment for you and how much you can you, you want to do. And then you still have to be able to do it. And everybody is a different threshold for doing, right? And everybody has a different set of beliefs that they need to manage in order to believe in the future version of yourself. And that's work that you have to do all the time because if you want to constantly be leveling up, and I don't mean like every day you have to level up, but I mean, if you know that like you want to keep growing, keep building, keep doing more like I do, right? Then there's always going to be this this process of up leveling. There's always going to be this process of stepping in to a future version of yourself. And you may have to talk to that version of yourself. You may have to call it forth. You may have to like really make the time and space for her, him, they to come through to you and so that you can commune. I literally wrote that in my notes when I was preparing for the episode. I was like, you need to commune with your future self so that the gap between you and future you doesn't feel that big, so that it doesn't feel incomprehensible. Because when you tell your brain that future you earns six figures, seven figures, or whatever, $50,000, $20,000, when you tell your brain that future you has five clients, when you tell your brain that future you does live events that sell out, when you tell your brain that future you, you know, does X, Y, and Z, if it, if you're, if you have not done the upgrading, if you have not done the visualizing, if you have not done the affirming, if you've not done the brainstorming, if you've not done the creative thinking, then your brain is like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But when you do all the work that I just shared with you, the coming into spiritual and energetic alignment and upgrading your operating system, your brain is like, ah, ah, oh, I see. Oh, I see. She's just right over there, right? You're not like, some unknown entity that your brain has no idea how like your brain is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, who do you think you are? Right? That's like a major symptom. (laughs) Who do you think you are? And then you have to answer that question. Who do you think you are? Well, you get to decide who you think you are. And you have to do that in addition to deciding on any strategy or plan for your life or your business. And I'm, I just said life because this is not only about your business. This is about who you need to be to have a country house, who you need to be to take a month off, who you need to be to get out of debt, who you need to be to pay for your college kids' kids college tuition, who you need to be to whatever the fuck you want. Who are you to want that? Who are you to do that? Who are you to have that? 
when that harsh critic voice in your head is talking like that to you, you need to wake up and you need to go, you know what? I'm not going to answer the question that way when you're kind of like telling me who do you think you are, but I am going to go figure out who I think I am and who I need to be to have all those things. You're right. Thank you so much. That is really important. And so then you go do that work and that's how you align yourself with all of the activities and all of the things that you want to do. So that is how you get shit done. I know I don't mean to make it sound like super, you know, like it, it's work, you guys. And this is why we have coaches. I just want to say, like, I have a coach. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of stuff that I can do without a coach, but I also always have a coach. If you're a coach, you better have a coach, okay? I don't, it doesn't have to be me. You better have a coach. Anyway, coaches are awesome. We all need support and accountability, and we all need someone to help us to see that version of ourselves, right? Because it's not always easy to do it on your own. So we need that. We need that person that helps us, and then we have to do all this work to see it for ourselves. I hope that this will inspire you to even give yourself an extra 10 minutes in the morning, uh, an extra 30 minutes, and maybe an hour. Maybe you can start playing with it and pushing the clock back. You don't have to do me. You don't have to do 5 a.m. for five hours or six hours. Like You don't have to do that. But you have to do you. But you have to know what that is. You have to do some version of that. You can't do nothing. You have to do some version of it. And then when you start doing it and you start realizing that you love hanging out with your future self, you're going to do it more, right? And then you, and then it'll be more natural. You'll be like, oh my God, I can't wait to wake up tomorrow because I get to be with future me. And future you is awesome. Just like present you is awesome. So future you and present you love to hang out and you need to make that happen. So you have to create the time and space for it. Okay. I love you. I am sending you so much love. High vibes. Uh, I love you. I love future you. And I want to hear from you. You know, I always say, shoot me an email, shoot me a message. Let me know what resonated with you. Let me know what you, what you want to hear. Let me know how I can help you teach you, support you and mark your calendar and make sure that you're going to grab one of those spots to be with me live so I can hug you and love on you and help you get super, super extra inspired in your business in November. And with that, I am signing off and I will talk to you next week. Bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>